Welcome to Drunk Casting with Crime Connect. I'm Crystal, and I'm here today with Jerusha. What's up? And we're a little bit of a mess. <laughs> um, as you can tell by the name, we have been drinking. Um, we're going to discuss some of the random, odd, quirky news that has happened recently while we've been drinking. <laughs> I'm not much of a drinker. Um, I don't really know how to handle myself drinking, so it should be interesting. Uh, I'm really relying on Jerusha to be the adult here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or not. <laughs> so I'll just warn you guys. I like this is just a general warning. I don't know what's going to be said. Words, um, obviously, we're not going to censor ourselves so if you don't like things all over the place just don't don't listen listen to the next one the next one will be normal okay so jerusha how was your day uh i slept all day as you already know but yeah you know i've been sleeping like 12 to 11 to 13 hours a day the last week but i think that's because the weather changing and whatnot my body's not used to it but Whatever. The weather sucks. Yeah. I oh shit, my earbud just fell out of my ear. <laughs> um, the other day it was Thursday because I had to take the garbage out in the morning and uh-huh. I went out and the ground was literally frozen, but there was still pollen everywhere. Ew. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the shit? It was gross. And there is pollen everywhere now. It's in the car. It is Everywhere it drives me. Do you like actually see it or? Yeah, yeah. Everything looks like a chalky yellow. Ew! I know that because my car, like, um, in in March, August, in March, I'm opening opening my wicked number two. By the way, I'm opening my wicked number two. It's a tall boy, and um, yeah, eight percent alcohol not normally like a regular beer but um one day i went out to my car one day and my car okay my earbud just fell out of my ear again this is gonna be fun (laughs) my car was covered in like this um green color and i was like what the hell is that like yeah i was like um what's going on here my like my son came out my youngest and he looked at my car and he looked at my I looked at him and we both looked at each other and we were like, what the hell? And I said, Did somebody <laughs> spray paint my car green because that's what it looks like right now. Yeah, that was pretty much how my first experience with it went too. Um, and I think the first time I experienced it, it had rained the same day. And so it was like yellow rivers in the street. and Yeah, we don't have gutters because I live out in the country. Well... I live, like, a block away from, like, street life, and we're considered country, so, like, we don't have any sidewalks or gutters or, you know, drains or anything like that, so my car being completely covered in um, this green pollen-like substance was just like, what the hell, and I took pictures (laughs) of it, and you can't tell in the pictures as much as you can in real life how covered my car was, like, it, my car is gray. My car is like this gunmetal gray and like it was completely green. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. I guess that's one thing to love about Florida is that 
when I lived there, we didn't experience this at all. So well, I've lived in something. California almost all of my life except for one year. And I wish I could go back and live in Nevada again over ever being here. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever, major loser. I always wish I could go back and live in California. Ew, I hate it here. <laughs> well, I don't know about your area, but I loved my area. I lived like in Pomona outside of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Well, the best. all I have to know, all I have to say is that everybody calls this area like the dust bowl or they call it the, the, the vortex because you just keep getting pulled back here. And I can uh. see it because people like move away and they like go to other states or other cities yeah. and they come back here and then they're like, we're like, why did you come back? And we're like, they're like, I have no idea. And that's the same thing with me. Like, I, I just got conned into coming back, and I wish that I had never have come back. Yeah, I get that. I I left my, uh, not my hometown, but the place where I lived for several years. I left it, like, three times. <laughs> and I kept having to come back. Now I'm gone for good. I will never move back to Florida. I don't well, think. I, I plan on moving out of California, but now since I'm like gone through a divorce and I'm dealing with custody of kids and stuff, my kids are older, but you know, I have a few more years and then I'll be able to move wherever I want. And then, you know, I can be wherever I want, but just California, just like, for me, it just sucks. Like the rent, the, the politics, the, the, yeah, I don't want to say the people so much, but it's like, who is out there and who is, who is acting for California just need to go away. Yeah, I get that. So what were, what is the, I can speak English. What were you drinking? (laughs) I'm drinking Wicked. I'm drinking Wicked Apple right now. And my earbud just fell out of my ear. This is going to be fun. I'm going to actually have to hold this thing in my ear like the whole time (laughs) because you know, my, my station tubes aren't like because, they're not uh, big enough to hold an earbud. I usually wear headphones, so I'm gonna have to wear headphones for the next he- the next podcast. Yeah, I wish I could wear mine. I spent all week waiting for this little uh, Bluetooth dongle to come in so I could use my Bluetooth headphones, and it, I'm pretty sure that's why my computer crashed five times today. Um, so I yeah. took it out right before we started recording this. Um, I'm drinking. Moscow mules, but I realized a couple minutes ago that I left mine over there. Over where? <laughs> and over, you know, where I'm pointing. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not getting up to get it because I'm so connected with wires and this microphone, and it will be a disaster. But I've had three. Um, so I think we're pretty good. Well, I mean, I think I chugged about like a third of it a third of my first one and I was like completely like buzzed and ready and then you were like well we have to wait a little bit longer and I was like okay so I like held off and 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 then you said okay start drinking again so I started drinking again and I don't know if I feel it yet or not I I am gonna apologize because I do have a cough and I do have like a phlegmy situation so if I cough and I hack. I am super sorry because that's not what I'm trying to do inside my fo- inside the podcast. Excuse me, the drunk cast. I, 
Yeah, I also would like to issue a <coughs> preemptive apology. If I, if you lose me, like if I'm not here, it sounds like I'm distracted. I'm watching the April the Giraffe camera. <laughs> and <laughs> she has been trying to lay down for like five minutes. Five, oh, the poor oh. thing. How, like how long has she been going? Because this has been... Like, what was it, two years ago she was pregnant and people watched yeah. for, like, three months saying, today's the day, today's the day. Yeah. The problem with last time, I followed it very closely. They weren't sure which date she conceived, and it was also their first time having a giraffe birth. So they were all kind of, like, up in the air. But her due date now is mid-March, <laughs> and they're, they're like, positive. This morning, they had, like, the vet come in because they were sure something was happening. And now, um, this evening, they said they think that we're just hours away. So, we'll see. Our, we're hours away. We're days away. Okay, you said yeah. that for, like, the last two weeks, the last month. You know what's the worst part is that last time, you know, my daughter was, like, not even two yet, I don't think. And... We were all about it, and she was so cute. She would watch it, and she would be like, she's having a baby, and it was the cutest thing. And we got, like, sucked into going away for a weekend, and we just spent one night away. And when did you know it? That is the day that she had it. Of course. And we missed it. Mm -hmm. We watched that thing for months. So we have a few stories to cover. I hope I can read them. Um, The first one, I know you have seen this picture because this is, I think, the first one we talked about together. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to post this picture on the comments of this podcast. You guys, the picture makes the story, I think, but I'll just go into it. So let's see. This was in Jordan, Minnesota. On, I guess this was the end of February. It says, on Thursday, a person called in a welfare check on a guy standing motionless by a home. He had no coat on and he was hugging a pillow. It's worth mentioning that local temperatures are slated to be sub-freezing until mid-March, dipping to as low as negative 10 degrees. Let's see. Officers checked out the scene but they found out there was more to this call than they first expected. The subject wasn't a man. He wasn't even sentient. <laughs> Is that a word? Sentient? Sentient? Sentient. I don't know. Now he wasn't a person. It. Let me Google that for you. <laughs> he wasn't a person. It was a cardboard cutout of Mike Lindell, CEO of My Pillow Company. Now, I didn't know who Mike Lindell was before this and then I saw this cut out and he really looks like a deranged psychopath like if you saw this person standing in the cold hugging a pillow with this smile on his face and it wasn't changing okay hold I on, would just have a second. like freaked out I have to like go back and ask you to re give me that word because I looked up sensident and it brings up toothpaste no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I know I'm saying it wrong. Let's see. Um, sentient? Sentient. Yeah, that's the word. 
Okay, so she able to perceive or feel things? Yeah, so he okay. wasn't alive. Okay. <laughs> but he wasn't dead either, because he was just a cardboard cutout. And the longer I look at this picture, like, I've stared at it all <laughs> week long. Like, I reopen this article and stare at it. Him hugging the pillow? Yes. <laughs> it's just crazy. I would be petrified yeah <laughs> i want to hear the 911 call though that would be that they would haven't be released it yeah there is a deranged man and he won't stop smiling <laughs> what, was, <laughs> what, was the the pillow. what was the temperatures again it could have been as low as negative 10 degrees so it was negative cold. 10 degrees so he's standing out there on the side of the road with a hugging a pillow Now, I will just say this. I'm not going to get into who Mike Lindell is, but I saw another article on him this week. And I will just say um, he may be deranged. I think so. (laughs) Like, legitimately. (laughs) Somebody may need to check on him, literally. I'm sorry. I don't know if you Google him. That's all I'll say. <sighs> yes, please, let's like not go there. <laughs> I like to give some things out, out, of, out of the podcast. <sighs> I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. <sighs> all right, it's your turn. What okay. story do you have for me? Well, actually, this story has to do with alcohol, so it kind of, like, fits in perfectly with the drunk cast. But, um, so CBS News reports that a truck was transporting Fireball Whiskey (gasps) bottle rolling over on Massachusetts Highway. So Thursday afternoon, uh... A truck transporting fireball cinnamon whiskey crashes. And but however, they're saying the whiskey lovers should not fear the bottles were completely empty. Now I have two things to say about this. Number one, what the fuck? <laughs> empty empty bottles? <laughs> Why were they uh, transporting that many empty bottles? Yes. And number two, did the driver drink them all? Because they were empty. But that could be the mystery. And then um, on top of it, they said there was 2,800 empty bottles inside the truck when it rolled over. Um, The incident caused heavy delays in the major highway throughout the afternoon. Massachusetts State Police tweeted that drivers should expect heavy delays to continue. Now, and it wasn't just um fireball that happened to have an incident like this a big rig transporting modello beer crashed off the yes. side of the freeway on ramp in west covina california spilling suds all over the roadway underneath did um, you see the pictures for that one <laughs> yeah i saw up. them they're crazy <laughs> like, and, like like where did that truck go I know because it looks like it literally like ran off of the the freeway just before the bridge. Yeah, and it's like under, but it also like the whole like box part of the truck is gone, like yeah. totally crushed. Yeah, it's and scary. all the Modelo beer is just 
spilled everywhere. And you see the the uh, the um, holy crap! Those things that you put them on the crates, the crates. No, they're <laughs> they're the wooden things that people always like want to steal and make things out of on pin pin pallets. Pallets. Oh my god! Yes, that's the word. <laughs> I only know because you said Pinterest. <laughs> so, I mean, there was there was two incidents, but like my thing is is why are you trans transporting empty alcohol, empty whiskey bottles on a truck bed? I I don't know. I it, it I mean, are they leaving a party? Did like New England, New England Patriots have have a party and nobody tell, nobody say anything. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, I don't know why you. Maybe would. it was Robert. I don't know. You know what's funny is that there was a third <coughs> incident this week too. What? Yeah, because I almost saved all three of them as my stories, and I was like, "Damn, there have been three <coughs> See, I'm trying to Google and see if I could see anything. Because <laughs> I remembered your friend. the Modelo one, and I remembered the whiskey one, and I don't remember. Uh, I'll have to find it and share it later. Are you up? Because if you're up, take a drink. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> I am not. I'm not up. Oh, a tractor trailer filled with Corona rolled over in not Corona. Massachusetts. Yep. Oh, wait, Massachusetts again? What's going on yep. in Massachusetts, people? <laughs> I think it's snowing. <laughs> well, yeah. Am I screaming? Because if I'm screaming, please tell me. Let's see. Okay, so Massachusetts has two incidents of of, of alcohol-induced yeah. um, crashes in the last week. Yes. <clears throat> speaking what the fuck, of Massachusetts? What the fuck? Speaking of alcohol, did you see? <coughs> do you like Lucky Charms? Lucky Charms? Yeah, the cereal. Okay, I eat the marshmallows. I do not eat the crunch. Okay, that's my daughter. I buy whole boxes of freaking Lucky Charms, and all she will eat are the marshmallows. So I saw a uh, a company in. Actually, I heard this on another podcast, and then I looked it up. A company in Virginia brewed a Lucky Charms beer. Oh my god, I heard about that. You heard about that? Yes, they I kind did. of like, I guess, use the cereal and the marshmallows in the brew. And I'm so curious how it tastes, but you'll never taste it because they sold out immediately. Of and then they were they resold did. online for like a thousand dollars and those sold out immediately. Dude, I don't know. So I don't know. Who? Yeah, the cans are really pretty, though. I saw one of my friends posted about it, and I was like, "Are you serious? Like, who in the world would like think about that?" But then I'm like thinking now. I'm like now I'm like feeling left out because I feel like maybe I should have like been a part of it all along. I would have liked to sip it. I don't like beer, but that. You can't, you have to taste it if it's in front of you. There is you know? only one purpose for beer. The purpose for beer is to chug. That's, that's the only purpose for beer. I'm, I'm, I don't care who, who doesn't agree with me or not. 
that's, <laughs> that's literally the only purpose for beer. I think it's so gross. So I was wondering, like, the licensing aspect <laughs> of that, because they were using, like, the image on their beer cans. And, like, is that, like, um, like, yeah, bec- does Lucky Charms have, like, a conflict with, you know, alcohol and kids cereal? Like, how does that work? Yeah, because that was my thought was when I read it the first time, I was like, wouldn't like kids want to be interested in trying that now because they think it's a drink or. Yeah, it was a really pretty can. Kids would love that can. But it was like a microbrewery, so it's not like they're mass producing it. It's kind of like one of those novelty things. Yeah. I still want to try one day. Oh, well. One day. One day. Yeah, I with it being so popular, I imagine they'll make more. Oh my god, my ear pod just fell out of my ear. My earbud. Earbud. Your earpod. My earpod. Okay. I have a couple that are related. Okay. Also, this article contains words I cannot pronounce. I'm just <laughs> telling you now. In the headline, I can't pronounce it. Anyway. So This is from Spartanburg, South Carolina. And if you know that area, then you will not be too surprised. Um, It says, we've got two cases of fast food fury to report on, starting with an incident out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. On Wednesday, when a customer at a Taco Bell drive-thru apparently didn't appreciate what the smoking gun calls a paucity of meat. And... I hope I'm saying paucity right. I don't know why they couldn't just say lack of meat, but that's what they mean. So okay, he's upset so that there was a lack of meat on his Mexican pizza. A police report indicates that a suspect who's still at large entered the store angry because of the supposed lack of meat in his meal. And although an employee tried to make him another one, he still wasn't satisfied. That's when, per the report, the suspect headed back behind the counter, into the kitchen where he proceeded to put together his own Mexican pizza before (laughs) taking off. The employee who filed the complaint said the suspect did not follow proper health and safety guidelines, including not wearing gloves. Yeah, think? So, I I can relate to this 100% because the Taco Bell in my area, which now I'm kind of wondering if they're owned by the same person, Lately, has put less and less meat in in everything. Their their tacos, their chalupas, everything, and almost to the point where like there's no freaking meat in there. And I never noticed that before until recently. And I have gotten so mad. The thing is, though, like if you're still at the restaurant, you just ask them to make you another one, right? You know, I get mad because we use Uber Eats and stuff. And yeah. so Lucky. I can't just have Uber Eats come back. Yeah. Well, you know, it's we use Uber Eats because we only have one car. <laughs> and it's yeah. usually not with me. So. Um, so in St. Paul, Minnesota, a mother and a daughter were arrested after police say they got. Okay. I don't know this word. Eared? Eared? I-R-E-D. Eared? Like as in mad? Yeah. Is okay. it hired? I think so. I don't 
This is from newser.com, and I don't know why they're trying to be so fancy. So, a mother and daughter were arrested after police say they got hired over a delivery from Domino's that didn't include the hot wings they were supposedly had ordered. For the Pioneer Press, cops were called to the eatery around 9 p.m. on Thursday on a complaint that a customer had pointed a handgun at workers. Staff told police that a couple had come in upset about their allegedly missing hot wings, which is when the gun came into play. Police were able to easily track down Holly Jo Robinson, 59, and her daughter, Lakia Robinson, 20, by going to the delivery address because, you know, they have it on file. It's not like they don't know where you live. They delivered your pizza. So, uh, the younger Robinson says her mother brought the gun because she was afraid there'd be trouble. Because uh, it couldn't be the trouble you were bringing. Yeah. I mean, I know when I go to Domino's, I'm afraid, you know, they're going to just whip out their, you know, Uzis and we're going to be in trouble. So I bring some backup. Let's see. Both Robinsons were that's charged how, with making terroristic threats. That's not how Domino works in my town. Well, I won't say where I live, but <laughs> <laughs> there was another one too. Let's see. Uh oh, yes. Okay, so while you're doing that, I'll talk about the arrest of Elsa. Elsa. Okay, so um, in Illinois, um, they used photos on their social media platform of arresting Elsa in the crime of creating extra, you know, polar vortex or whatever. Mm-hmm. But these these photos have actually been around for a few years, I think four years. Okay, yeah, um, 2015 uh, in South Carolina. Um, so Illinois... Um, The photos and similar images of Elsa arrest has been shared by numerous police departments before. It seems every time the U.S. dips below a certain temperature, the blame is put on the ice queen herself, Elsa. The (laughs) photos, originally shared by the Hanahan, South Carolina Police Department, show an officer using pink handcuffs to arrest, ooh, fuzzy handcuffs. I wonder where they're going with that. The photo... Photographer, photographer, the photographer told CBS News the pictures were taken to promote a local company that provides characters for children's birthday parties. Now, I remember seeing those photos in the very beginning, and I remember like thinking, haha, this is like really funny because it really was funny at the time, but I mean, yeah. I think now the reason they're bringing it up now, and I'm not trying to like promote the movie, is that there's like this new Frozen 2 movie that's coming out. But, you know, whatever. But to see her in handcuffs and them arresting her and stuff was kind of funny just because of the idea that everybody is tired of the cold. Listen, it's not <coughs> Elsa's fault. She cannot control, you know, her emotions, and it just leads to a lot of ice. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if you're, like, into the movies and stuff, then obviously you understand the all that. The trailer for the second one is the shit. I'm just saying. I haven't great. seen it, and, I mean, I plan... I mean, I I had boys, so we were all about, like, Spider-Man and, 
you know, all the Marvel comics and shit and mm-hmm. whatnot. So, like, I'd like to blame never... my daughter, but I, mm, even before I had her, like, <laughs> I had to see every single Disney movie, DreamWorks movie, and really? like, they were what I loved to go to sleep to. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm not like that. I'm like totally like I need to have ID all the time. I guess that's just me. I don't know. But I mean, growing up with boys, um, I mean, raising boys and having boys, it was like everything was Spider-Man and everything was Superman and everything was like all this. Like literally, I got tired of the blue and red contrast on everything because it was literally everything like like I couldn't get around it. There was no getting around the blue and red contrast in So speaking of boys and children, I have a good story. Not it's not it's not a positive story, it's just a good story. Okay. So do you remember Martin Shkreli? Um, you'll have to remind me because I probably will remember when I'm sober, but not right now. Martin Shkreli is the pharma bro. He's the, the very young pharmaceutical CEO who had raised the price of this antiparasitic drug from like a couple dollars a pill to over $700 a pill. And his company made a ton of money, but it was like a, a, a whole media thing. What the fuck? Huge backlash. Yeah. And he is the biggest douchebag ever. And he says, like, his one regret that he didn't raise it more to make more money. Yeah. And he got his karma because he's serving now a seven year prison term for securities fraud. Good. But he is apparently still managing to run his company. Before he went to prison, he stepped down or whatever and put somebody else in his place. He handpicked his his <coughs> successor. Okay. Um, but the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Shkreli is still running the show at the drug company called Phoenixus AG with help from an illegal phone and a few inmate bodyguards. Of course, an illegal phone. Why wouldn't there be yeah. an illegal phone? In fact, the story says Scully fired the man he personally chose as his successor in a phone call earlier this year. A company board member says it's widely known that Scully has a prison phone, which is not surprisingly illegal. The FBI declined to comment, but sources tell the journal that the agency is investigating. Now, as if that's not enough... He also claims to have two protectors, and their names are D-Block and Crispy, and they keep those the riffraff away. Those are such prison names. Oh, my God. D-Block <laughs> Crispy. Uh, also, he wants to, everybody to know that he can now do 15 push-ups in a row. Oh, so happy for him. Yeah. My thing is, he's a douchebag. Um. How long is it until D-Block and Crispy turn on him? I'm thinking not too long. Yeah, that that's not going to go his way for very much longer. Now, I know you've heard about this, because I know we've talked about this, but there is the 
what is it? Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever the hell it is. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> in February uh 2019 of this year, um there was in 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 uh a listing put out for a house in um the philadelphia suburbs and it looks fantastic like i literally want to live there like i'm looking at the high ceilings i'm looking at the kitchen and i'm like jealous of the 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 billiards table and the bedroom oh my god that's like the largest king size bed i've ever seen and then all of a sudden i'm like wait what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's not that your really? normal bed. No. There's a sex swing? What? A, okay. <laughs> a sex swing and then... Uh, okay, I'm going to keep going. And I'm like, it's a sex bedroom. Oh my god. Like, there is gear everywhere. And it's straight up a sex dungeon in the basement. Yeah. That they wanted to advertise. Right. And they wanted it to be advertised that way. And like literally like in this, the BuzzFeed article that they're, they're posting, like they didn't, they couldn't even like come up to like words that could express themselves. They actually (laughs) just like hit the keyboard like a million times. And it's like, like what the hell? Because like, it's actually on the market. It was at listed at $750,000 and even the realtor was getting shit because in a in a in a most recent article that I read, like the realtor stopped off there one time and the neighbors were pissed. And they're like, "Are you a realtor for this?" <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah." And they're like, "You need to just like stop and just not advertise this room and from what I understand, it even got like Airbnb get like it was a house listed under Airbnb and Ugh. and they were getting people that wanted to like use the room and I'm thinking there is not enough Clorox <laughs> disinfectant wipes for that shit. Not enough. Yeah. Here's my thing. It looks very expensive. The equipment Hell they yeah. had. Yeah. And they weren't taking it with them. And no. my, my question is why? Were they getting a divorce? Or did they not need it anymore? Did they not like it? Did they not use it that often? Those are the only questions I really have. True. I and and I see that, but I guess also because of the shock factor that they would need to be able to list this property for $750,000 in the area that they live in in Philadelphia and and show off that their equipment and I have to imagine that people have seen this house and they're going oh my god I've been there I didn't know that (laughs) Phyllis and Todd were like this imagine imagine their family that's the only those are the only people I think should be like, why'd you do that? Right, because you think <laughs> they're, that they're Phyllis and Todd are not like natural people. You, you get along with them on a daily basis or Jack and Jill or whoever you want them to be. And they're literally just like, oh my God, I've been in that house. And mm-hmm. there was a reason Jack and Jill never wanted me to go down in that basement. 
It wasn't because that's where they hit all it the is good not a, Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's not a game room. It's not a game room. No. For everybody else. <laughs> right. It, oh, it's a game room. It's yeah. definitely a game it's room. It's a different kind of game room. It's definitely a game I room. I love that the neighbors are angry. Like, as if, no, not sex. You cannot say you had sex in your house. Oh, my God. That you did not is ride, ride too cow, far. Cowgirl style. You did not take the cowgirl <laughs> style in that room. Did you? Did you? Oh, my God. Do you Drive know what pervade. cowgirl style is? Can you imagine, like, the the little woman walking by the house in the morning, you know, speed walking? That's the house where they had sex. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, they had sex in that house. Don't say too loud. <laughs> S-E-X. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> it makes me, I don't know. I always wonder why people get so uptight about it, like talking about it. I don't know. That's funny. It sets people. People do it in order to have kids, and people do it just because it's fun. And I'm not also, saying I think that that's in, right, but I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong either. But uh, excuse me, the, that's oh, a, oh, oh that my god, out. Whew. I like in the listing that it says you can change it if you want to. <laughs> like they're giving permission that that this could totally be changed. Okay. You don't have so to you keep it that type it of room. If you want to if you want to make it a wine closet, go for it. <laughs> if anybody watches Real Housewives, they'll remember um a few years ago in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, there was this lady named Carlton. <coughs> Who is the worst, Wait, a woman by the way? Carlton? Yes, her name is Carlton. Does she know the Carlton dance? Because I just need to know. Probably not because she seemed really stuck up. But she had a sex room in her house and she bragged about it all the time. Everybody had to know she had it and see it. But she was the absolute worst. Ew. Like I could I could take seeing the listing of it. Without knowing the people, but like, <laughs> I don't need to know that Carlton had a sex room. Okay, so, but she's not the one that looks like Miss Piggy, right? No, that's that's Orange County. <laughs> oh, okay. Which one? Did, which I'll show you a picture, and she is. Oh my god, she is just so. I hated her. She was only on for like one season. I hated Miss Piggy so. was or Carlton? No, Carlton. Oh, Miss Piggy's okay. been on. For and I, I use that term not in a shaming way. No, no, I'm Miss Piggy is the also the they, worst. That's that's the way that people recognize her on yeah on social media. She's like saying, one of the like, original. Yeah, I and I'm not calling her Miss Piggy because that's how I know her. It's just because that's how I know her through social media. Yeah, and that's how she people has a good resemblance. Her. Well. Yeah. After as much plastic surgery as she's had, I'm sure she doesn't look like Oh, my God. She's the worst. I don't feel bad for her. She's the one who helped her boyfriend fake cancer. Ew. Yeah. And from one person that has suffered from cancer, faking cancer, fuck you. She's also done a lot of really other terrible things, but... Yeah, so I don't feel bad calling her Miss Piggy. 
Moving on to, I think it's my turn. Yeah. Did you hear about the guy who tried to bring an RPG into a checked bag at the airport? Say what? Uh, A rocket propelled grenade launcher. Okay. (laughs) So a Florida man, of course. So Transportation Security Administration officers at Pennsylvania's Lehigh Valley International Airport received an unusual surprise Monday when luggage belonging to a man flying home to Florida set off an alarm as it went through checked bag security. Further inspection by the TSA officers of the offending baggage revealed a disassembled rocket-propelled grenade. The St. Augustine man was taken, obviously, aside. Everything was checked. It turns out that the the grenade launcher was demilitarized or deweaponized. I don't really know. But let me tell you, I cannot bring hairspray on a plane. How do you think it's okay to bring an RPG on the plane? His excuse was that it wasn't on the list. Um, okay. I guess they confiscated it. He wasn't arrested or anything. And they even helped him get back to his flight on time. No, 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 no. Because I know people that have been put through shit. Right? They have gone through wearing a hoodie because Mm -hmm. it represented it represented the the uh, college or football program that they like over everybody Mm -hmm. else in that state or city that there's like literally I mean you bring an RPG through and then you want to not get called out for that that's just a bunch of bullshit and Crystal, I have to say, you have to take another shot. Because I feel like I, I'm a little bit more during, drunker than during you During our technical difficulties, <clears throat> I filled a drink drink it. So okay, because I, I feel like I'm a like a It's just making me very tired. <laughs> okay, I am going to sleep very good tonight. I will say that. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> let's talk about the lottery. Ooh, oh, yeah. Let's talk about okay. that. <clears throat> I actually have a couple stories that kind of like go along with the rest of the- these, but but this one just cracks me the hell up because this is something so that I would do. And I don't know why I didn't save it, but I didn't. But you know what I'm talking about and people can yes. Google it. But all you have to do is is Google scream mask lottery and it'll yeah. come up and it, i believe he was in jamaica too was he in jamaica what? jamaica mm-hmm. okay yeah well <clears throat> okay so this dude won the freaking lottery and because he didn't want to be seen of who he was he decided he was going to dress and scream in the scream mask <laughs> And gloves, and there's no part of him showing anywhere. Not one part. Yeah. And so when he signed over his contract and so that he can get his check, he put, he's got the screen mask on, he's got the gloves on, because he doesn't want anybody trying to identify him or know, or know who he is. Okay. So <laughs> <clears throat> with that being said, I have to talk about. 
I mean, that's the more, like, that's the one you can Google and find more stuff on. Mm -hmm. But there's another one that I want to talk about. So this dude in, I'm looking right now, I'm trying to figure out where. In Vacaville, California, Vacaville, (laughs) V-A-C-A-V-I-L-L-E, California. He bought a $30 scratcher. Uh And um, he believed he had won $10,000 on a scratcher ticket. And so he tells his his, his customers, his roommates, dudes, I won town that $10,000. Um, on the lottery, and he wasn't sure, for sure. But he told his friend, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this!" So he put it in his pocket in his jacket, and he went to bed. And he's like, "I'm gonna go ahead and contact the lottery uh, commission tomorrow and find out if this is true." Uh-huh. So, oh my god, I would have put that thing in a safe. And here's why. Because this guy would have been my roommate. <clears throat> so, the next morning, the dude set out to collect his fortune. Uh-huh. Right? And he was, like, all exi- excited. And, um, and then he realized that the, the ticket was gone. Oh, no. That same day, and I know I'm going to fuck it up horribly right now because not only am I drunk, but because it's a hard name to to pronounce in general. There is his roommate, and his roommate's name is Adul Seosangayong. <laughs> and I'm trying to say that in, in the most... In the most professional respectful honest, way respectful yes way possible. <laughs> so the du- the dude's roommate Young, okay uh-huh. um he went and stole the ticket oh but whatever dreamed of accepting this jumbo size check that Cesaro Young may have had was put off because any winning over $600, the California lottery has to automatically investigate. Ah. So they went through the surveillance tapes of the, the grocery store or, or wherever he won this ticket. Um, uh-huh. where, where you can actually see the alleged victim and I call him a victim now because the guy stole the ticket but the dude's right. a fucking millionaire and I'm going to explain that in a second <laughs> um, you can see that the victim buys the ticket okay it's a scratcher ticket and I don't know mm-hmm. anybody that's bought a scratcher ticket and won millions but fuck you and <laughs> I wish I was you, and can I be your girlfriend is all I have to say. But anyway, so he, so a couple hours later, Sezo Young Young, whatever his name is, <laughs> purchases the same type of ticket. Oh. And, um. Sneaky. Yeah. 
So the roommate tried to swap the winning ticket with a losing one that he had altered to make it look like the real thing. Wow. So for three weeks, the wronged man, the actual winner, and Sezang Sayang shared the same house. Um, oh. And nobody knew until later on that the ticket was actually a winner for $10 million. Jesus Christ. Not 10000 $10 million. Oh, man. That's insane. Right? Exactly. That's what I had to say. And I'm like, <clears throat> now the dude doesn't ever like, I, I, I haven't seen his name, so I don't know like who he is. But they've definitely, they arrested Sang Young uh-huh. for swiping Ooh, and- the ticket and lottery fraud, I uh, believe. That's insane. Yeah. And then um, one what? more based on, on lottery, lottery. And, then, and then we can move on. <clears throat> so this one, and I'm not going to go lo- long on this one. But mainly, this one was based on giving up your spot in line at the grocery store. That always freaks me out. Right? Because you know (laughs) what? I have a full cart, and the dude behind me has like five items. I'm going to let him, you know, go before me. Right? Right. Right. That's a nice thing to do. Right. Fuck you, lady, for having a full cart of food (laughs) and sodas and cat food and cat litter and and water, bottled waters in your bottom part of your your cart, let alone I'm standing here holding five And the other guy's like like a gallon of milk and something else that's heavy and that's it and they have to hold it. He's just like (laughs) I hate that. He's like just trying to appease his wife. Because his wife <laughs> yeah. is like, I need tomatoes to finish dinner tonight, and you need to buy them now, right? And you know he's standing there, and in his head he's just like, God, oh, fucking Christ, I hate this shit, right? Because he just <laughs> because wants that's to what I do, right? He just wants to go home, and he wants to just like finish his night and be over with it, right? So this winner who remains. Who chooses to remain anonymous, which of course would be the first thing that I would do if I won the lottery, by the way. If I won like thousands or millions of dollars, I would go immediately to an uh an attorney's office and go straight for the for I need animosity, you go claim my my millions or my thousands, and I don't want anybody to know who I am. So anyways, <clears throat> this dude, and I'm saying dude because it could be a woman, I don't know. This person says that the winner chooses to remain anonymous through a lawyer, um, allowed a customer to cut through them in line before buying their ticket in October of 23, 2018 at a Casey Mart in Simpsonville, and I'm looking it up right now. South Carolina. South Carolina? Yeah. yeah. South um, Carolina's popular, it's name. Wow. See, I'm not from there, so I don't know. 
so anyways, the lawyer said both customers bought quick pick tickets for the drawing, leading for mm. leading the winner to believe they had not have scored the jackpot if they had not let the other customer go ahead of them. Mm-hmm. A simple act of kindness kindness led to an amazing outcome. The winner marvels at how every decision made that day brought the winner to the store at that very moment to make the quick pick mega millions lottery purchase. Now, I don't want people to give up on the idea of random acts of kindness being the best thing that you can do that day. Right. I want them to realize that putting other people before yourself sometimes can fuck you over. <laughs> Just saying. I thought it was going to go in a different direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not in the mood tonight because... Because in my head I was thinking, I always think it like if I'm going to switch spots and I know I'm buying lottery... It just wasn't meant for me. And you're like, it can fuck you over. <laughs> it can fuck you over. Because truthfully, I mean, and and I feel bad for saying that because I'm the one that like looks behind me at the person shopping behind me at the grocery yeah. store to look and see how much items they have in their basket. Or if even if they have a basket, because if they're like holding on to their items and I have a a grocery cart full of items, or excuse me, buggy, depending on where you are in the U.S. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to let the person that has like five items compared to my 400 million items in my cart go before me. But I'm also not one to buy a lottery ticket on a whim. I know when I'm ready to buy a lottery ticket and it's usually not when I'm at the grocery store. That's just <laughs> me. Okay. So that's that. That's my story. Okay, your turn. So did you end up watching the Lorena docuseries? Oh my god. No, and I'm so pissed. <laughs> because I know you wanted to talk about this tonight. And I was like, I w- I'm totally going to watch this tonight. And... I didn't because my tonight ended up being more than mornings, but I wanted to watch the Lorena thing and because everybody was talking about the fact that people couldn't say penis. Yeah. So first, before I get into it, the Lorena Bobbitt story is actually really serious and there's some really serious stuff that I could talk about all fucking day, but I'm not doing that tonight. I just want to talk about the first episode, mainly the whole like first half of it. Um, I'll have to watch it tomorrow when I'm sober. It's so good. They have like witnesses from the day. They have people in the community, first responders, everybody who kind of had contact with the initial incident. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is so funny to watch the reactions. The... EMTs apparently like when they found because Lorena cut off the guy's penis and then she drove with it right and then she she tossed it into like a field oh I thought it was like over an overpass or something 
I don't know like where she was, but it landed in like a grassy area. So they had to go find it. And when they ended up finding it, like the EMTs or the, I think it was a police officer or a firefighter didn't want to touch it. So they had the EMTs come with their gloves. They didn't want to. Yeah. And they're all like, they're all freaking out. And even the guy now, decades later, remembering this story is kind of like chuckling. And they're like, yeah, well, we didn't want to touch it. Like, like, that's totally okay and normal that you didn't want to touch the guy's severed penis to get it back to him. You know, like, it's a, a medical emergency, but but no, 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 we can't touch it. And they had, like, um, I think a nurse. Yeah, it was a nurse, and she was there. And she's like, I don't know what the big deal is. Us women were fine with it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but... kind of like, you know, we're women. We're fine with it. <laughs> In Grey's Anatomy, when the dude gets his penis chopped off. Yeah. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. And, like, everybody was like, let's just get the severed penis off to make sure the surgery gets done. That wasn't the case in real life. I mean. No. No? Not at all. No. It it took them a long time to find it. Did they? I thought it was, was... like that long it was it was like the next day i think it was a while it was a while because there's there's a lady and she's talking about how they called her they didn't know where it was and then like hours later they called her back i think she had a dog or something to help find it um but the best part is actually lorena because she's being interviewed now decades later Mm -hmm. and First of all, I don't know the whole Lorena Bobbitt story, but I I heard from people that I trust that Lorena is the real victim here. So I'm just going to go with that um, until I finish watching it. Lorena's retelling what she did and how she drove and how she tossed it in the field or in the grass. Her retelling this one part of how it landed in the grass. And she's like, I guess they had to find it. She starts laughing. And I'm telling you right now, that scene gave me so much life. Like for everybody who's ever wanted to do the same thing, you could just tell she had enjoyed thinking about that so fucking much. She loved it. She was like so excited to be able to like retell it. It was the best. I don't know if anybody else felt that when watching it but i was dying it was hilarious okay but now i wish you had watched it (laughs) i remember back in the day when it first happened and i was reading all of the articles and excuse Mm -hmm. me for me slurring but i'm fucking (laughs) drunk okay people there's a reason there is this is called a drunk cast and not a podcast but I remember reading it and I remember reading something about, you know, her drop, her getting rid of or exposing of the penis so that she couldn't find it. This is back in like 91 or 92. I remember because, um, I was, I was still a teenager then, but, um, I remember her saying that she had gotten rid of it and, Mm -hmm whatnot and 
I I remember I, I swear I remember her saying that she threw it off of an overpass or something so that it was it like so that it was harder to find or I don't remember but um I mean I haven't watched the the um series and I will because you know that's part of my 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 roots my my being to mm-hmm. watch the the um the what do you call them the documentary documentary <laughs> so it's in me to watch the the documentaries because I want to know more and and I know sometimes it can be so, uh one sided or whatever but yeah. anyways but it will be into me to watch the the documentaries because I will yeah. be wanting to know more about of this side and that side her side his side and there it's really good um John is in it too. I haven't watched well, the rest, and I hear, I hear the rest is good too. But the really cool part about the first episode is it goes into kind of how this was kind of unheard of for the the media to cover this, and they kind of some media outlets were trying to figure out which word to use um, because penis had never really been printed in that way before. Uh, so just the whole like evolution of how they printed it and how it kind of made it more okay to say penis which is I mean it's the anatomically correct word to say right and I actually heard that this was a problem for the documentary because I heard that hearing the word penis was a big problem for a lot of people and and I hadn't I have not watched it for myself yet. So I don't know how it's being like construed or whatever. But yeah, to know that they're not using the word penis and they're using a different word like, I don't know what word it is, PP dick or whatever. <laughs> All I know is that as soon as he had done this, he went and worked for a tool company. And at this uh-huh. moment, I can't remember the name of the t- Snap Tools. Snap Tools. He went to go work for a company named Snap Tools after this. Okay? So you tell me what you think about the fact. And I'm not trying to shame the victim. Okay? He got his penis slice- sliced off. Okay? He was a dick of a man. That's for yeah. sure. But yeah. He went to go work for Snap Tools after this. So am I supposed to call it a dick, a penis, or a Snap Tool? I wonder if they, like, were they allowed to use, like, his image, like, Snap Tool, and then a picture of him? (laughs) I don't know. I just remember I was, like, 16, I think, at the time. Oh, my God. 15 or 16 and I remember seeing the snap tool trucks and they were just like the large milk trucks and it just said snap tools on the side of it and holy crap I just realized that I'm like really slurring my words right now 
and I don't really care. So, anyways, um, so I remember he went to go work right soon after this for Snap Tool. And I know he did porn too, because everybody wanted to see John Wayne Bobbitt's penis after yeah. it reattached. But he went to go work for Snap Tools, people. Snap Tools. And I could be. I am not about shaming the victim, okay? But who is the victim in the story? Was it Lorena or was it John Wayne? I'm pretty sure the documentary proves Lorena is the victim. Right. And one of the other cool things about it is how her first interview publicly was with Vanity Fair. And it was because she didn't really know what she was doing. Um, Her boss had hired her an agent and the agent scheduled it with Vanity Fair. Which is not like a, a, just a newspaper. You know, they take photos and all of that. Right. And they really made her out. They gave her the image, basically, of this, like, seductress woman who cut off her husband's penis because she was supposedly unsatisfied with the sex. And it's really skewed. It, it really goes into how skewed and untrue that side of it was it's really cool it's a really really interesting documentary i do plan on watching it and i'll probably watch it all day tomorrow because i'm a single woman and there's nothing else that i can do with myself but to watch it like that so i probably will i know you wanted me to watch it beforehand but i knew a little bit about it before but i hadn't watched the documentary itself but I don't believe that I feel and I don't want to be like completely heartless in this but I feel like women get shit on a lot yes um, in the area of um, when it comes to sex oh yeah Um, we are shit on Because if we don't make our partner feel completely involved and and completely sexual, then we're not doing our job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, this episode, even just the first episode, has so much you can dive into. um, About that, about how we're perceived in the public, about how... Um, Lorena specifically being an immigrant who barely spoke English is perceived. It's really, I know some people told me that it changed their opinion on the whole case. So it's definitely worth a watch. Well, I've always, excuse me, I'm eating a Rolo. (laughs) I need a chocolate and caramel. Sorry. I've always been on Lorena's side. I only see John Wayne Bobbitt as a victim, as in the sense of that his yeah. his his peepee was cut off. Well, I mean, your first clue is that his middle name is Wayne. 
And John Wayne. There, there is a theory that I don't know if it's a theory. You know, there's just a lot of talk. I saw an article about it recently, actually, about how the middle name Wayne is linked to so many serial killers, murderers, and just criminals in general. So, I mean, yeah. strike one for John Wayne Bobbitt. John Wayne. <laughs> I like that in the in the documentary it says he after she cut his penis off he sort of just laid there because he was so drunk that he thought Freddy Krueger had come and he was just telling himself not to fall asleep. <laughs> and then me pee. <laughs> and then when he finally sobered up and realized he really needed help, he asked his friend who was living with him at the time. And his friend went and like brushed his teeth first. <laughs> he did what? Like, he went and brushed his teeth before like helping John. So like no brush, dude. Your friend's penis is cut off. He's bleeding out on his bed, but you go brush your teeth just in case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was fun. Well, hope you enjoyed our drunk casting i think we're gonna do it like once a month and next time i'll try and have some shots lined up (laughs) where i need to find whatever you're drinking and i need to drink that okay because this wicked was awesome and i don't normally drink and i know that like in the groups i talk about like drinking and smoking weed and all that stuff but i really don't do it as much as like i talk about doing it yeah like and people like I guess they get like pissed off that I talk about it so much but if they really understood how much that like we went through on a daily basis on what we go through for our members and stuff I think that they would understand more but so I drank a Wicked which is Red Wicked Apple and it has 8% the alcohol volume of a regular beer so it's not like it's drinking a regular ale or a regular beer. And I, you told me what you're drinking. What you were, what were you drinking? Moscow mules. Okay, well, fuck that shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know how much was in there, but it was definitely not enough to be as drunk as I am right now. No, and- I'm just really tired. I, you know, and I am tired too. And for the fact that I am as tired as I am, which it really speaks a lot because I haven't been sleeping well lately the last week. And I'm not trying to get all into like all that shit. But let me tell you, um, I have completely enjoyed the fact that we did a drunk cast. And I am super freaking excited because... I know I'm going to sound like a complete moron in the morning and I may have a hangover from hell, but I'm going to laugh my fucking ass off (laughs) at this whole thing. And next time and next time I'm hoping that there's two of us or three of us. I mean, three Three of of us us. (laughs) so that we can like actually like, have like a complete blast because this was a complete blast and I have to pee again already 
Because beer and alcohol goes through you so fucking fast. It's not even funny. And I... I'm completely out of my normal regime or realm of (laughs) who I normally am. And Crystal can probably speak for me on this. I'm not like this. I feel like I'm like the producer on um, Drunk History. (laughs) And I'm like just trying to keep the drunk person on topic and, you know, (laughs) make sure you're safe. You haven't, like, fallen down some stairs. There are no (laughs) stairs, and there's no car, and there's no man! (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's enough for us. (laughs) Yeah, I think so, too. I hope you guys enjoyed listening, and you can catch a regular episode probably later this week. Good night! (laughs) if you enjoyed this please join our crime connect facebook page from there you could join our main group the vault and we have so many different case specific groups they're all listed on the crime connect page i would love for you to join us and follow us see you there